Welcome back to another episode of the Awakening Bodies Podcast. We are glad that you're with us yet again. Now, we got video. And here we are growing and expanding. And as you'll see or hear in the conversation today, the audio is not as crisp as it typically is. We learned that there's an area of a breakthrough through the breakdown that you'll hear because the audio is, again, not as clear and as crisp as it could be. Now, as we were exploring, do we keep it or do we not? The base of the conversation today is all about how do we walk through these uncertain times in powerful shoes? How do we not allow the circumstances of life to knock us down and keep us down? With that in mind, the conversation is a lot about imperfect action. So he said, wow, this is perfect because here we are talking about imperfect action. Now we have an opportunity to practice it. Yes, the audio is not as good as it could be. No, some things you don't understand what, what's being said at some points. Yes, we will take care of that for the future. So again, thank you for being here. But all that being said, imperfect action beats lack of action. In today's conversation, as you'll hear how we navigate through uncertain times, we start to explore what are the different opportunities that open up for us? Because whenever one door closes, another one opens. And in fact, I'd say many more open than just the one that closes. So how do we trust in the process? We explore the idea of how do we keep the biggest battle from beating us? And how do we ensure that we are the ones that are powerfully moving through the day to day, making sure that the battle in the first in the six inches between our ears, again, are under our control. And finally, how do we consistently stay in action? We're not always going to succeed. Things are not always going to have the result that they could be. However, in that, it's okay. Because in that process of action, you get to learn. And through the action, you get the insights. Through the insights, you get the experience. And ultimately, experience brings about wisdom. So thank you for being here. Thank you for consistently showing up, acknowledging the sound that you're going to hear. It's not the best. It's also not terrible. You can hear. You can still get the juice of the conversation because it's a juicy one. We get real. We get authentic. We're raw as to what we're going through. And because of that, we knew there's no way we cannot not put this up. It's got to go up. So thank you for listening. We're really glad that you're here. And again, as it's just two of us at the moment, Lauren and I, we're growing through a lot. And if you feel any sort of way, pull to contribute. You have the ability to do so, whether it's through your own personal resources when it comes to money, or if you know somebody that could be an access for us to improve in our quality of work, please let me know. That'd be greatly appreciated. And if you have any specific topics that you want to hear more from, down below, if you're on Spotify, you'll be able to put down the actual question. You'll see a question box. That gives us a space to explore. What are you interested in learning more and hearing more about? Okay, enough. See you guys soon. Thank you for being here. All right, well, welcome back to the Awakening Bodies podcast, the podcast where we explore holistic health, self-mastery, and faith. I'm very excited for today's episode as it is a one that is very near and dear to our lives and what we're going through. And we chose this topic to touch on because we want to be transparent. And I feel like you, all you see out there in the world are people's highlight reels of what's going well, the lives they're living. And it almost looks like this picture-perfect example of how people want to live. But in the reality of it is we all go through ups, we all go through downs. And so during this podcast episode, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of what we're currently moving through, as well as how we've been navigating it with a light heart and a positive mindset. For sure. And thank you. Because as we were speaking between yesterday, and you've heard us say that the way we choose these conversations is based on what we're going through in life. And if you 
are very vulnerable in showing that. Where you're at right now is what you want to speak on. Because again, to your point, we're, we're going to open up some things that maybe some people would be uncomfortable to. Uh, that's not to say that we maybe are not uncomfortable, uh, but we're open to it. And I know that for me, this is going to be a cool conversation to explore and to dive into, especially digging into the seven principles of marriage. I see that like the intertwining of it all is also perfect. Yeah. So if you have read this title, you know what it is, but this podcast episode is going to be all about how to navigate change in the midst of uncertainty. Yeah. And in, I mean, for me in life, I think about times of uncertainty and there's been many, there's been many times in my life where something uh, happened that took things completely off course, or maybe I intentionally put myself in a place of uncertainty. Uh, for me right now, I'm in a place where the latter is what's happening. I took a step back from my past position about, I mean, it was July was the official, so what, three months ago, four months ago, July, August, September, October, wow, four months ago, almost. July, August, September, yeah, almost, because it was whatever, <laughs> four months, three, four months, however long it was, and I knew that there was going to be a shift happening, uh, the time that I was, that was being used up was no longer going to be used up which was going to open up some space for me to now dive into other things. Obviously, also, there's going to be a consequence of that financially. So taking a 50% pay cut in the position I was in opened up the space of uncertainty, <laughs> which we've been talking a lot about for a while, and now we're living it. Mm. Yeah, it's one thing to, again, like what you just said, like talk about uncertainty. Yeah. And it's a whole other experience to live it. Yeah. And in the midst of uncertainty, there there's a healthy amount of uncertainty that one enjoys having because that gives miracles to life. Right? Like if we were certain about everything in the world, then life would just be so boring. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like imagine if you knew what was going to happen next at every single moment. I'm sure some people listening might be really like I want that. <laughs> Right? But I feel like for the most of us, we like that sense of uncertainty in the midst of the unknown because that's when we're able to see just legit miracles unfold and happen in our lives. And that's the nature of humans is to go through, through growth. I mean, I think a lot of us, we think we want things guaranteed, but if, the, if they were guaranteed, would we even enjoy the process as much? And I think a lot of us, at least for me, I've, I've learned in the past couple of years, this season is really like implanting the seed and it's like a tree now growing. It's that it's not so much the result, it's the process that really makes the difference. So if we're guaranteed a result, it's like, do I really even want that? And as I say this, I think about dating, you know, they say that the best thing about dating is the game. And the moment that you now, quote unquote, achieve the result, aka you, you got with the girl or the, or, or the man, started talking to him and now it's like serious it's like oh the game's kind of over so it's like the process is what we're really looking forward to mm -hmm. not so much the result even though we think we want the result and the result is everything we're after no the result gives us a specific note to start to follow and then the process is what really for us at least for me i'm sorry i keep generalizing it's on me not you <laughs> for me realizing the process is really the most important part the actual growing through who i am today into who i am need to be to actually have this thing, be this thing, go to this place, whatever it may be. Mm. 
It brings to my awareness around the aspect on how we're constantly evolving, we're constantly changing, and to be okay with that, even though it might seem so uncertain, it's like, how are we going to grow other lives? And it's like, life is always going to have these waves, but how well are you going to ride these waves? And do you get that when you're up at a high, it must come down as well? I was meditating on this this morning, um, just where we're at, where I'm at personally with this change and this uncertainty. And something profound came to me and it was God never, or God closes doors. Shoot, what is it? God closes doors, but he already has another one open. And so it's like we are experiencing life in this way thinking that, oh my gosh, the door has just closed, but can we actually have faith and believe that another one has already opened? Like it's there. We just, sometimes we can't see it. Yeah. But it's just trusting, and, and that's where one of the main points of this is, how can you navigate while well, you have faith? Yeah. Which, like, having that guarantee for something no longer requires faith. Like, if you know you're going to get this thing done, then you don't have to have faith. And for us, in our spiritual journey, in our connection to Christ, we've literally transformed our lifestyle. I mean, this weekend is one of the biggest music festivals that takes place in South Florida, which we wanted to go to a month ago. And we chose to instead go to a conference for married couples, Christian <laughs> married couples. It's a massive transformation. And if it wasn't for us to realize, like, okay, maybe this, we've been sitting in this car that is so luxurious and it's so nice and it's so good, but it's got no wheels. So it's like right in the inside, but the car is going anywhere. And for us, that's not to say that we weren't going anywhere. We were moving, but we're realizing that the values, the priorities have quickly shifted. And all of this to say, if we haven't, if we didn't put ourselves in this position of uncertainty, we wouldn't have the space to be leaning on faith. And this, for me, is the most important part. Because if we're truly going to live by faith, walk by faith, not by sight, then we're going to need to let go of the certainty of knowing that this is going to come about. I mean, our life for the past 10 years has been full uncertainty. Entrepreneurship is like, where's the next picture going to come? Now, that's not necessarily the way it is. It's just the way that it builds up to, or it builds from, I should say. Because ideally, entrepreneurship, you know where your money's coming from. You build a business that's sustainable and consistent. You don't have to worry about that. But here we are now in this space where we're starting to explore, okay, like, what's next? How do we, how do we develop? How do we evolve? And I, said, I, love, I love that you said the word evolve because I remember we went down to Elevation. Oh, you went with us. At Elevation Worship, he was talking about how a lot of people think evolution is always this progressive thing that's like things get better. He's like, no, evolution is just change. Mm. Like there doesn't have to be this improvement for things to be evolving. We're always evolving. There's always a shift in taking place. There's always things that are changing. Like literally every single day our body is changing. So we're evolving every single day. Now it's can we adapt to the evolution to be able to walk into the life that we're looking to create. And again, for us, with priority shifts that have taken place in the past six months, I have no 
have no doubt that we are exactly where God wants us to be. So we can really hunker down, plant our seeds of faith, not so much more of certainty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I resonate and I see that us very deeply. And so if you're someone who is navigating the waters of change in this current moment, tip number one is I feel like just a deep understanding, and this is just my belief, it doesn't have to be yours, but coming to the realization that everything is always happening for you. And again, you might not fully understand why it's happening in that moment. But if you just trust and again realize that there is another door that's already opened, like yes, one shut, but one is already open that's going to be even more fulfilling. How good does that just make you feel? Yeah. Right? It's that sense of like you can just sit back and be like, okay, what are the next steps? And it takes a lot, of course, like if you're going through a massive change and transformation at the moment. It does, it can be a little confronting because our mind is going to want to try to take over mm-hmm. and look at everything bad that could happen, mm-hmm. which we'll go deeper into. Mm-hmm. But if you can sit in that possibility and that, that chance that things are actually happening for your greater good, it's like game over. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. Like, what do you have else? Like, what else is in store for me? Yeah. Yeah, as you said, I think about how many things, how many times in life I've been challenged in a way where it's a similar, in similar situation, in different detail, but some situation. And if I put myself in that space, I was like in fear. I remember sitting so vividly. I remember sitting at the, at the Belmar Park, um, and this is after I left the solar industry. I was helping a kombucha business grow and working in a yoga studio and driving Uber. What else was I doing back then at that time? Like, no, those three things were all happening at once, but I was like, what am I doing? Like, here I am, I was at the top of what I thought I wanted to do in solar, leading people, but what am I doing now? It was like in this place of overwhelm and stress. And looking back on that now, it's like, oh, that supported me in me understanding other things that I'm now using today. Yeah, the dots always connect. It's the power of reflection, which I know we're going to talk about uh, later on. But yeah, they do it. They're always gonna. As long as we're taking the time to actually look at them. Mm-hmm. And again, for us as humans, it's very easy to get caught up in the logistical and the logical side of things. You know, like a miracle is a miracle because it can't be explained. If a miracle is explained, there's now a scientific data to it and it took away from the miraculous. Mm-hmm. So in our lives, especially now, like our lives with what we're going through. There's miracles that are unfolding before us every single day. Now it's us being open and willing to get out of the logical, like A, B, this is how it works, to like the A, Z, which could be potentially completely new. Yeah. And just to share something a little personal of what I've been in discovery with, and you kind of touched on it, but I just want to be very direct with it. Um, and so obviously there's been an impact um, financially in, in our lives and in, in our relationship and so this has me in this place of being like why are we going through this and you know sometimes you don't always understand why you know we were listening to a sermon last week or two weeks ago and 
be brought up on how if you're a parent or even if you're a child, like sometimes if you're a parent, you tell the kids why they're doing something. And then other times, if the kid asks, why do I have to do this? And the parent just says, because I said so. And sometimes that is believed is God acts the same way. Sometimes he'll tell you why, and sometimes he won't. Yeah. And it's like, you just have to follow through because he said so. Or you can be rebellious and go the other way. And so this morning, I was sitting and just asking God, like, if, if I'm meant to know why, like, just please show me why. Like, why are we going through this challenge? And what I got present to was in the current state of our being, in my being, I wouldn't have been able to see what God had in store for me. So things had to be taken away from me for me to actually see what is valuable in my life. Because, you know, if we had, if we didn't have to cut back on the things that we were doing, let's just say like going out to dinner and being um, just very giving. Yeah, that's, 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 open. that's great context around that because like people did, didn't, don't know what we did and didn't see our lifestyle, but like Friday nights consisted of going out to dinners and Two hundred fifty dollars worth of bill, like on, on, on a dinner. I was like, a, that wasn't like a like that happened pretty frequently. That happened more frequently than looking back on it. I was like, why would we do that? Yeah, I wouldn't say two fifty, but anyway, <laughs> it was a high number. Whatever. Yeah, we would go out to dinner a lot, and we would just say yes to. We were like yes fans. Like we would say yes to going to parties. We would say yes to going out to dinner with people. We would say yes to. Um, just anything, I feel like, in my experience. And so now we're in this season of saying no more. And again, I feel, with my personal experience, I feel like if I wasn't going through this season of saying no, I wouldn't be having the revelations that I've been having. And so even if I was still in the position, again, I feel like God wouldn't have been able to show me what I'm seeing now for myself. Again, what actually matters in my life. And what actually matters, family. What actually matters is my health. What actually matters is our relationship. What actually matters is me being connected to God on my purpose. And I feel like everything else was kind of coming into my experiencing cloud in that vision. And now I can see those things clearly. And so I just share that because, again, you may not understand why. Like, we've been in this for like four months. And I haven't been able to see things as clearly as I have. Because I had to go through, I just had to follow through on what I believe God was telling me and having that sense of faith. And even up until last night, like I was just in it. I was like battling <laughs> of like what is happening, like a lot of scarcity fears. And just it's really interesting to see how our mind can begin to take a left turn when the foundation gets shaken and that's what we have to build a strong foundation and to be responsible for where you're at i mean we've been talking a lot about the taking on the full the full i don't say load because i don't know but the full responsibility provided for the household giving you the ability to work because you choose to not because you have to and right now that's not the case at all like you are carrying the household I'm still bringing in income, but you're bringing in more. And you, you continue to expand, which is beautiful. I, I don't think that you, and, and I may be completely wrong, but I don't think you're, you're doing what you're doing because you don't want to. I think you're enjoying what you're doing. Mm -hmm. 
And in that, like, great, continue to expand, but also to take responsibility for it. It's not, right now, our current reality of living is not what we created. It is not what we've been in, in intention to live. And I understand where this everyone's certainty comes up in these, these spaces of, like, where are we? Why are we here? How come this is happening? Because we have this idea of what our life what is to be, which is, again, not what is it, what it is today at this very moment. But all this to encompass the idea of faith, again, to bring it back to. And I love what you just shared because I think a lot of people, and again, for me, I can see that folding at me and I can think about living in, in Neptune when we had this lifestyle that was very similar to today or to the past five months back. Very similar. And we left that season of life and we said, whoa, those friends of ours, they weren't really that close of friends or that lifestyle they were living wasn't really ours. That's not to say that the friends that we have today is not are not connected. I feel very deeply rooted and connected with the friendships that we have. For sure. Like these are friends that for life, my children will be walking around with their children, and and it'll literally be a lifelong relationship with these friends. But again, for me, I also realize now that some of that lifestyle, I'll put it this way, was of the world, where I'm not looking to be of the world. And I'll bring this context directly here because it's, it's just for me how it supports me in walking in power as I'm in this space of uncertainty because I can be in the world and not of the world. And being in the world and not of it, it gives me the space to be who I really am, which my belief is I'm a child of God. I was birthed with the birthright of God as I believe we all have. And in that, I don't have to be able to be in the world. Like the things that I once cared for, I no longer care for. The things that I once hated, I now loved. The things that I once loved, I now hate. I now hate. And I think it's a growth process. I was just looking on, on Instagram yesterday and I got a, a message, not a message, but just something popped up and it was this thing said a young multimillionaire sells his Lamborghini and gets a Honda Civic. It's like, okay, this is interesting. And reading the thread, beautiful. Beautiful. He realized that he was being desynthesized by his Lamborghini. He realized that he was getting into this thing and what once brought him joy no longer did it. He started to question, like, I just bought this car. I don't know how much it is, but it's a lot of money. Like, I just bought this car. My business is booming. Why am I feeling so empty? So he's like, oh. He sold his Lamborghini, got himself into his Honda Civic that his parents gave him after high school. And he says he never felt so connected. His business is still growing, but that sense of humility. It's like the, this external world that our society tells us is valuable to what you said before, you realize like what really matters is not that. Family, health, relationships, connection to God, purpose. Like all of these things that actually create a deep rooted foundation. Yeah. And last thing I'll, I'll say on this specifically, it's exhilarating. Even though it's challenging to be in this like rough waters, it's also fun. Because <laughs> it's like that sense of surrender of like, I have no idea what's about to happen. I have no idea what's in store. But like, I'm going to keep paddling. Yeah. And hopefully I'm going to get a good day. And can I trust and have faith while I'm on that wave? Mm -hmm. And so it's fun. Yeah. 
It's like it's not just me trying to figure out life. It's trusting that there's a plan already ahead and now I'm just going to take those footsteps to walk in that plan that God has. Mm-hmm. And I know we're talking a lot about God and substitute God for the universe or source or whatever you most connected with. I just use God because that's what connects to me. Um, but yeah, there's something, I think there's always a bigger picture. And yes, we have free will. So we have to take the actions necessary, which we'll get into. But to be in the space of surrender, yeah. and surrendering isn't just giving up. Surrendering is listening. It's mm-hmm. following through. It's trusting. Mm-hmm. It's letting go of what you were saying, like you trying to do it all, and to just like, what is here for me to do? Yeah. Which is, again, very, very counterintuitive yeah. to the human brain. And especially, I mean, when you think about, I think about when I first started to learn about what makes successful people successful. And it's like, I have to have a vision, I have to have a plan, to focus on that plan always, and just feed my mind re- repetitively so that it imparts into my brain and then it'll manifest. Like, okay, but it's still just this. Like, I'm just looking at this. There's such a big picture. This is for anybody that's not watching the video. True. I'm looking. I'm putting my hands as if there it was a telescope. A tel- is this tel- telescope? Yes, telescope. Yes. You know, like on a pirate ship, looking far away. Like <laughs> when I'm only seeing a small, a small circle of what's there. And if we really take a step back, and it's it's just like what you were saying before. I'm, where, you're, where we're at right now, God's like, here, here's a bigger picture of what's actually here. Like, you've been in the weeds for such a long time. Correct. Quotation mark, 100%. Take a step back. It's like, oh, I think about the, the video of the kid in, in the water that's like wailing and crying. You ever seen him? He's like, oh, he's like, he's just deathly afraid. And his mom's standing next to him, like, just stand up. Just stand up. And he's like, you know, he's like crying and wailing. And he's like, He's reaching for her and he's just like crying. And then, in, 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 I guess as he kicks, he feels the God and immediately see his face like, <gasps> and then he puts his foot down and he goes from this sense of dread and fear and terror to joy. And he stands up and he starts cracking up. <laughs> it makes you think of that in life now. It's like we've been, we've been wailing in water. We all we realize like, oh, our foundation is much deeper than what we thought it was. And stepping on this foundation, oh God, it gives a completely new perspective of life to blossom into. So step number two, yeah. right? Because I think really now is step number one. Which would love just to reframe to just encompass it for Yeah, it's just have, just knowing that there is another door open for you. Mm. When one door closes, another door has already been opened. Mm. And it's just trusting. That in due timing, that you're going to step through that door. So step two yes. <laughs> is protecting your mind. Mm. Big one, a big challenging one. So <laughs> what, what you yeah, I'm just I'm allowing you to Yeah, protecting your mind. You know, there's something that I do personally, as well as I support my clients in doing. I've been doing this for years. 
and that's the three non-negotiables. And the first, this is, these are things that you do daily. I know I've talked about this before on the podcast, but if you haven't listened, these are things that you do daily to just ensure that you're living to your truth and you're living just the, the best that you possibly can. And one of them is feed your mind. And I think this one is such an important aspect that we do on a daily basis because there's so many things that come at us from so many different directions. We have so many belief systems that have been rooted into us that aren't even ours. And by the time we are born to as we go throughout school, as we get older, like we have been told so many different things that we begin to believe that. So if we can take ourselves out of our current dialogue and listen to something different, listen to something that's going to be empowering, that's going to root you back into your knowing, that is just only going to support you in taking the action steps that really align with your soul. And so protecting your mind means to me is being mindful of what thoughts you're perceiving, what thoughts you're believing, and what thoughts you're generating for yourself in the present moment. Hmm. For someone that's, uh, because like it's a, it's, it's a big protect your mind, what do you protect your mind? For someone that's never done anything like this before, someone that's just exploring for the first time in their lives, how would you support them in, in understanding this idea of protecting them? Like, what, what's a, it's a beginning step for them to do so? Yeah, step number one is what? I was gonna say, like, it doesn't have to be step one because it's just leave you as My first ever awareness of my own thoughts and how controlling they can be yeah. was first by reading Nikki Slinger's book, The Untethered Soul. Yeah. I think it's like chapter three, and it talks about your inner roommate. Yeah. And I remember sitting down and reading this book and just being mind blown of the aspect that there's something always going on up in your mind. Mm-hmm. Like even right now, telling yourself that you're not going to think about anything. What's that? <laughs> you know, like it's it's an automatic pattern and. Not even power, but there's just automatic words that constantly are being voiced. And so, to go back to your question, is being aware that you want your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts just happen automatically based on the programs and the patterns that you've been one born with and two developed over time. What kind of impact has on you for you to realize that you're not your thoughts? Change of the next round. Um, what kind of impact has been? Yeah, like how does that supported you in realizing that you're not all these this stream of words, phrases, stories that flow through your mind? You know, I think it allows me to be present to my true essence. Hmm. Yeah, it's. I remember the first time I really like captured that and actually like got it, and, like 
and not just understood it in such but like God literally trees look differently. Like the simplest things just became more vibrant. It seemed like there was a deeper level of, of, of depth to even the most simplest things like again a tree. Remember so vividly looking outside and I was like, wow, everything looks so bright. And maybe it was an extra sun bright day, who knows? But it just seemed like it had a whole level of vitality to it. When I started to really step outside of me being in this like in this seat of awareness and this like thought control. And instead took a step back and really like, oh, all these thoughts, like, these are just like cars going down the highway. I don't have to get caught up in every single one of them. You know, like they can just be. And opening yourself up to that, myself up to that, really allowed me to at that point then understand like, okay, I'm clinging on to this thought. But why am I clinging on to this thought? Then the deeper layer, what am I getting out of clinging on to this thought? Then the deeper layer, what would I take a love to not cling on to this thought? And that was like literally like transformed everything. Because So what are those like steps again? Yeah, so understand it one. I don't have to cling on to these thoughts. Okay. okay. Why am I clinging on to this thought? Uh-huh. What do I get by clinging on to this thought? Because we get something out of everything we do. Even if it's things that we don't necessarily like or want, we get something out of it. We gain something from doing those things. To become aware of what you gain by doing those things gives you a space of openness. It allows you to choose. That's where you start to, and this is, I think that's a deeper conversation because then you start to realize, like, oh, I'm actually self-sabotaging myself a lot. I'm eating this food while I know I, it doesn't work for me, but I'm still going to do it because I like it, but what am I getting out of this? I get to control the people in my life to take care of me because this food makes me ill. It's a deep conversation, maybe too deep for right now, so let's just go back up to the shower a little bit. And then from there, what would I need to let go to not be, to not be attached to the stuff? Yeah, I think this is what really encompasses self-mastery. 100%. Right, like understanding these little things that happen consciously and subconsciously throughout one's day. And again, we're not remember perfect, right? Like I was in a yoga class last night and man, my thoughts go away. Like that routine was not stopping. That mental chatter was not stopping. It was probably because I was already heated and doing hot yoga class and he, I already have so much heat built up in me, so it probably wasn't beneficial. But needless to say, it was like this is the avenue and the opportunity that we are able to really step in and say, I'm going to be the best that I could possibly be for myself while I'm here on this planet. And it first starts with what you're thinking and then what you are speaking because our word it, it creates our word creates so what are you quite frankly prophesying over mm. yourself mm. even if you aren't saying it out loud what is the dialogue that is controlling your way of being and your actions like are you speaking blessings into your life or is it the opposite are you speaking battles into your life and at any moment, we have the ability to control which one. And if you feel like you can't control that, just what does God want for you? Like, give it, give it to Him. And you know, if you're really in these battles, it's 
in my belief, so much easier just to give it to the one who can than trying to force it for yourself. That doesn't mean don't bypass it, right? But if you're just at the space where you just can't navigate it, just come back to it. It's a journey. It's a lesson. <laughs> I don't know if we're supposed to be in here, but <laughs> So to give a little context to what just happened, we are in uh, the clubhouse at our apartment complex, and uh, I don't think we're supposed to be in here, but there was a door open, and we've been wanting to record in here for quite some time, so that's why there's video here, yeah. yes. and one of the women just walked by, and now she's laughing at us, so we're allowed to be in the so good. So anyway, good. continuing with conversation. Um, really quick on, on self mastery. Actually, you have something to share. No. So self mastery, and this is something that for me has been again, it's an evolution and it's a shift and it's an adaptation because there is a lot of power. I don't want to down talk the idea of having a vision, focusing on that vision, and having a plan for that vision. Like I'm not down talking about it at all. I think that's required in order to create the life that you're looking for, to step into God's purpose and plans for you. The evolution that I've experienced is I have the free will, to your point from before, I have the free will to focus on what I'm going to focus on. Not so that I can master myself to create my life, but that I can master myself to be in life. And it's the, it's like a subtle shift of being in the world, but not of it. It's like, I'm going to master who I am today, not because I'm going to control the waves from breaking, but I'm going to match myself today, so I actually take the surfboard out to the ocean. So I put it into the real world. Like, I'm going to match myself so that when we do have a challenging conversation, I don't get upset about it. And even if I do get upset about it, I allow myself to get upset about it, not make you wrong, take responsibility for it, and then continue to be my best self in that conversation. I think a lot of people get caught up in, like, I create my life. We have a lot to do with the way in which we experience life and the way in which we and the way in which life happens around us. hundred percent. One hundred percent again, not down talking that at all. We fully have responsibility in what we say, what we focus on, what we think, how we act, what emotions we put out into the world, like that is fully on us. But again, the idea of this, looking at the just the, the telescope. If we take a step back. And if we are the best selves, it's like we know, you know, my affirmation, I do my best, allow God to do the rest. If we step into that, we're no longer mastering ourselves to control our lives, we're mastering ourselves to be in them. And in that, we can allow things to come to the picture. Miracles, blessings, challenges, breakdowns. Like, the whole spectrum is going to exist. It's part of it. It's like, you like, a, I know you like a, Amusement parks, right? Like, yeah, you used to tell me all the time you used to love Six Flags. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so back up. <laughs> when you went to Six Flags, what was your point? The main line didn't go on. Okay, but would you go on like the ones that are like just like around in a circle? No, no, exhilarating. Yeah, you would go on the ones that were the scariest one with the biggest drops with the high highs. Okay, but you weren't going around the choo-choo train around the, around the, around the fire circle. <laughs> no, and, and again, like for I, I, I translate that into life today where you can be
be the best self so that we can enjoy the right now and enjoy the right now. And realize, like, okay, eventually this right now, while maybe scary, it's going to eventually level out again. And eventually when I go back up again, it's going to go down again. It's like this flow. There's no such thing as being in balance. We're always balancing. Mm. Always adapting. Oof, that's <laughs> so with that being said, the last step would be Well, for action steps for, for controlling mind, like you've been or you're gonna do action steps afterwards. This action steps, controlling mind. What or protecting the mind. Controlling the mind, here I am. Protecting the mind. Uh, do you want me to go? Do you want me to share yeah. something? Yeah, so journal. Taking a, a practice to actually write down on paper what's going on in your mind. To be able to understand again the, that flow, that, that stream of thoughts that are going through your mind. If you can take them in on paper, it starts to give you access to understand, like, well, this guy's crazy in here. <laughs> and I remember, like, I saw notebooks, literally, I saw notebooks where I started to do this practice. And it was 15 minutes, one five, of just free flow. No question, no prompt. Let me just write. And over time, you start to notice, like, well, this is a consistent thing I tell myself every single day. This is a pattern of behavior and thought that continues to come about every single day. Now you put that on paper, you realize, okay, maybe I don't like that, maybe I do like that. For example, you take a look at my notebooks now, specifically my prayer book, and every single quote, every single day begins with, thank you, God, for another day of life. Every single day. So in the past, while it was, could have been maybe fear, uncertainty, doubt, it's like now it begins with this. So journaling opens up the space for us to be able to say, okay, what's really going on in here? Because this is what is controlling my focus, which is giving me actions to, uh, to take. Yeah, and one more journaling exercise that I would like to share is writing down what you're experiencing, even if it sounds insane, and just asking yourself, is this true or not? Mm. And then on the flip side, writing down what is true. Mm. So you could actually see that Maybe you're being misled in your own thoughts. I know this is something that really supports me in just getting a clear head of like what is actually happening instead of the story that is being created in my mind that is false. Mm. Which is okay. When you're in that story that is false, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's just not what's up. It's not reality. Correct. Yeah. We don't want we don't want to validate that by any reason. I know that you don't. Just bring this up so somebody listening, like they make themselves wrong. It's like, no, this isn't to put yourself in a of uh, shame, yeah, like, not, not, no, no, it's just the realization, the awareness, the openness to say, okay, this is where I'm at, I don't want to be in this pool of doo-doo, I'm going to step into a wonderful hot tub. next step yes. would be prayer, uh, obviously, yes. so just praying that your mind stays protected and then you only see what is being of God yeah. coming through. Yeah, and this isn't just like hypothetical, like woo stuff. There's now a lot of signs that shows people that are consistently taking time in prayer, their brain operates differently. There is a higher level of conductivity with the little neurons in the brain. Like the brain connects better with itself with people that are praying consistently. And that's not saying that they're praying six, eight hours a day. No, they're just spending time in prayer. They spend some time, and I know we do so, 15, 20 minutes, maybe I don't know how long we pray for, but we take some time to pray. And pray is 
I love when, when I first like understood this idea of prayer, you're speaking to God, meditating means you're listening to God. And being in both of those worlds where you're requesting, where you're praising, where you're giving psalms and gratitude, and then also, okay, tell me, like, speak to me, be now within me, like, help me understand this experience that I'm going through. And this, for me, why scripture, specifically the Bible, has been so supportive, because my journey is literally being played out in some of the stories that I'm reading in the scripture, which is cool. Now, if I were to read those same stories four years ago, let alone a year ago, I would have gotten one again today. So again, all to the idea of the adaptation, the shifting, the evolution. And the last one on how to protect your mind is also protecting your body. So because the body is the access to the mind. And so if you're fueling your body with junk and just things that aren't going to be supportive to your brain to function, mm -hmm. then you are going to have warped thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many studies being done by Dr. Adam. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, Amen. And he, uh, he talks about how that the mind becomes so hyperactive, we know this, when it's not being fed properly. And so yes, with the food that you're eating, but also with even what you're watching, what you're like what you're listening to, even music-wise. But specifically talking about the body, when we're able to move our bodies and you know get movement in. And get serotonin pumping and get dopamine pumping, we're more than likely going to have smooth thoughts. Hmm. And so it's how can we support our mind while also supporting our body? Yeah, the, the you can think of the brain gut axis connection and how people used to think that like the brain is the first mind. It's like, no, actually our gut is the first mind. What we put into our body impacts what's released into the brain, chemical-wise, and it's huge. I mean, Dr. Zach Bush, the work that he does, and he speaks about people with depression, they go through one set of antidepressants or any sort of, um, what's wrong looking for, uh, steroids, but what are people given when they're really sick? And it's like uh, yeah. antibiotics. They go through a series of antibiotics and they do a test on their, on their brains afterwards and their levels of dopamine are super low. So it's like, all of this impacts tremendously. If we're gonna take care of our mind, we must first take care of the vessel that holds the mind, the brain, which is our bodies. Everything from what we eat to exercising. I mean, literally a 10 minute walk a day could support you in seeing improved levels of focus and, and productivity. And this isn't just me saying this, again, there's studies on this. Like, this isn't just things that are just being said to be said. If you do the research, you understand that the simple movement of the body has a massive impact on the way in which your little brain operates, which impacts your mind. And now we're left with what's next, okay? We're, have, we're trusting, we're having faith, we're protecting our mind, and now it's walking the walk, <laughs> walking the path, yeah. taking the action. Doing the things that you're being called to do. Mm -hmm. As you say that, I think about where we're at currently as a society and where it's going, specifically financially. There is a massive shift that's happening in the financial world. Like fiat dollars are literally crumbling, and yet we're still living like as if 
they're, they, they were what they used to be. And we all know, like, this isn't, again, this isn't just things that are being said. Like, if you have been doing, living in the world in some sort of way, you realize that probably much more expected, expensive now than a year ago, let alone three years ago. And eggs. And, and eggs. And beef. Like, <laughs> you don't have to, yeah, there doesn't need to be much research. Just go to the food store and look at your wallet. And you'll understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a massive shit happening. And as you're saying that, it's like, well, if we're committed to being support to the world and to support relationships and couples and single people to be able to live the best quality of life, what's opening up for me right now at the very moment, like literally, is I'm here in this position so that I can experience what it's like to be in this position to then be able to support somebody else going through it. Because I can't potentially support somebody in doing something that I've never been to myself. Maybe I could give some sort of advice but to, to, to properly give a level of insight that empowers somebody and actually creates a game plan for them, I'm gonna have to be in an experience myself. So, thank you. Because yeah, walking the walk is absolutely what's gonna support in that next level. What does that look like? We, again, sometimes we don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. We don't know what those action steps are. But I guarantee if you focus on those two steps that we were talking about, like the having faith and protecting your mind, things will begin to unravel. Yeah. Because you're being in action in those areas. Mm-hmm. And in fact, those areas are the two most important areas. Mm-hmm. So even being in action there is the action steps that you're meant to take. Mm-hmm. And it's being, it's listening to what is being called forth of you next. And can you have an open heart and an open, open ears and open eyes to walk that walk? And also discern when the right timing is to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Only you know that. Yeah. Only you know that. But I guarantee if you don't take action on those things, you're not going to go anywhere. And so I think the gist of all of this is just a sense of trust. Right, of knowing that you're exactly where you're meant to be in this moment. The dots will connect looking backwards. And because one door has shut, trust there's another door open for you. And as I'm saying, it's a really interesting thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great for this conversation. It made me think, guys, if you're talking about action, is to be really mindful of what is in our hands and to let go of what's on our hands. To set it to say it differently, to let go of what you're trying to control, what you can, and let go of what you can. I mean, I think for, for, for myself in the past, I was very worried or concerned or trying to control other people's actions or the marketplace or whatever it may be when I can't do, I can't control any of that. However, I do have the ability to take more agency for me, again, self-mastery. Because in that in, in that state, I can then take some actions on. And as you're moving into this, whatever you're going through, and maybe you're not going through anything, maybe you're having an incredible experience, like, beautiful. Like, this is now for me an understanding that in the future, when I am in, quote-unquote, a new high, to not let go of these practices of reading my Bible every day, of meditating every day, of reading every day, of being as connected to you every day, and God. Like, I realize now, and this is what you, what you started the conversation with, the priorities are so different now. 
And it's like this whole new foundation is being laid for a whole new building to rise. And when we are at the top of the penthouse, to not forget what the foundation stands upon. To be just as present and if not add more to it. Like I do I do see myself in a place of responsibility to do to share what I've been through, specifically on my faith, because it's opened up a completely new experience of life where in the past I've been overwhelmed, stressed out, depressed, completely closed off. I'm in a space of openness. And I still don't know, but I know enough to be okay. And I know enough to be in a place of power. And I'm still taking action to what you're saying earlier. Like the action step, whether it is praying, whether it is protecting your mind, whether it is working out, whether it is putting yourself in a place where you're just listening. All those actions are going to be part of the process. And then you also get into the world and you take action in the world. You operate into this experience of life that you're going through. You get a game plan for yourself. Maybe you seek support from other people that can put you to account. Then you actually put the actions to step. And you realize that maybe those actions you're taking are not necessarily going to be easy. Maybe it's not going to be comfortable. Maybe you're not going to feel good about it. Maybe it's going to be challenging for you. Well, that's the process of growth. Mm-hmm. And eventually you'll get there, quote unquote. <laughs> Even though you realize that as you're, going, as you're getting there, there's no way to get it. Because it's, it's just a process. That's life. That's life, yeah. It's a very cool experience. It's a great experience, if we choose to see it that way. Yeah. Thank you for this conversation, for being the catalyst to dive into this topic and to explore and to share. Because I get that for myself, as well as for you, from what you shared earlier, I get myself this open up some space for me to be in, specifically around this situation that we're in, which, like, it's great. I mean, <laughs> it's incredible. It's awesome. It's not what we envision. It's not where it's okay. Correct. Exactly. Trusting in that. So, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm honored to be walking this walk with you and to be exploring the depths of our relationship as well as my own personal experience of life. Mm -hmm. It's a blessing. (laughs) So, thank you for listening and tuning in. I really hope that if you're someone who is really navigating those waters, those highs and lows of life that you gain something from today. And we would love to hear about it. Yes. If you have any other future topics or questions that you want to share with us, I believe there's a chat box or some type of poll that you could write in there's, Spotify. Yeah. And uh, we would love to hear from you. But thanks for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to follow, like, and subscribe to stay updated on future episodes. And we would love to know how you enjoyed today's episode by leaving us a review. We look forward to continuing this journey of self-discovery and connection with you, and we'll see you on the next episode. Much love.